Can you see the screen now? Yes, sir. Perfect. Okay.
Hi, good afternoon. Thank you for joining us this afternoon on our webinar on stepping out of your comfort zone, hosted by the Graduate School at Dallas Baptist University. I'm Richard Nasser. I work here with our graduate affairs team here at DBU, and I have the pleasure of introducing our speaker today, uh, Deepak Seth, who is a proven thought leader to many clients, part of Accenture's CIO advisory practice. Um, prior to that, Deepak has handled diverse responsibilities with a strong focus on data, BI and analytics of global corporations such as Xerox and Blue Cross Blue Shield. Deepak is a passionate advocate for innovation and an avid blogger. He's also contributed a number of articles to publications uh, such as the Wall Street Journal, Rochester Democrat and Chronicle, CIO.com and MyTechMag.com. And he's also been published in the Harvard Business Review as well as the McKinsey Quarterly. You can feel free to connect with him on LinkedIn where you can find his webcast and podcast. Uh, we are going to have an interactive presentation today. So that means you, where we welcome your questions. We'll take a time at the end of his presentation today to be able to answer those. If you would, please do submit those, uh, not in the chat section, but in the Q&A section uh, that will allow us to be able to, uh, to, 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 to answer those in a way that is uh, uh, timely and makes sense. And so please do enter all your questions in the Q&A section to be answered at the, at the conclusion of our webinar today. So with no further ado, I'd like to go ahead and hand this over to Deepak. Hi, hi guys, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are in this world watching us. Uh, thanks to the fine folk at uh, DBU for inviting me for this uh, session, which I, which I look forward to. Um, just let me see my slide. Yeah, huh. sorry, there was a technical glitch in the slide was not changing. But yes, uh, I'm looking forward to speaking with you about stepping out of the comfort zone. So once again, uh, warm greetings to all of you from Fort Worth, uh, Texas, where I where I currently live. Uh, hope all of you are staying safe in these troubling times and um, and are comfortable. And comfort is what we are going to speak about today. Um, so hopefully you will uh, enjoy this session. And as Richard pointed out, uh, may have some great questions, which I'll, I'll take towards the end of the session. So without further ado, let's, uh, let's get started. Now, 2020 started off in a very weird sense, sort of way. We all started thinking about with the great dreams and visions of what 2020 uh, is likely to hold in store with us. And then this COVID came about. Uh, it's just a reminder to all of us that we live in a world of immense, what is called as VUCA. Uh, v for volatility, U for uncertainty, C for complexity, and A for ambiguity. And a lot of what we are, we, we are doing right now and would be dealing in the future with is dealing with this VUCA. So COVID-19, as is happening right now, unfolding with, uh, in front of us, appending all our plans for the year, is just uh, one manifestation of, of, of that VUCA. So the important question for us is, are we ready for what VUCA brings for us? And how do we get there? And what has stepping out of the comfort zone uh, got, got to do with it? So let's see. So before we do that, uh, let me take make a slight detour. Uh, the story begins a few years ago on July 10th, 2016. It was a milestone birthday for me, and I don't 
I won't tell you which one, so you can keep uh, keep guessing. And I decided to jump out of a plane. Uh, jump out of a plane, not by myself. It was a tandem skydive. I was hooked on to another person. And then we jumped out of the plane um, at around 10,000 feet. And uh, at, it was at a small airport called Warsaw Perry Airport, uh, which is near Rochester, New York, where I used to live at that point of uh, time. A, go a gorgeous day, a great experience, uh, but it was me doing something which I had never done before and uh, which leads to leads to further details of, uh, links up with rest of the rest of the story so once the skydive was over the next day july 11th um, and just to give you more context at that point of time i was a part of a, a big program at my employer xerox at that point of time which was separating into two companies xerox and conduent and so there was a big uh, separation program underway. I was leading the IT separation management office as part of it. Um, and as you can expect, it was a very time crunched, very intense project because everything had to happen um, by, uh, by a particular date. The market had been informed, Wall Street had been informed that uh, come the next year, the companies will be separate companies. And so everything, the IT infrastructure, the IT applications, the user access, everything need, need, needed to be split between these two entities. So it was a complex project. But then when I came back from my skydive, I realized that there were strong parallels between what I had experienced and what was going on with the project. So when I went in for the skydive, there was a lot of hesitation, trepidation, fear in my mind. Uh, which, which was similar to what happens when you start off with any, any big project. There's a lot of fear and hesitation. What are we going to do? Is this the right thing to do? Have we got everything lined up? Is it really good for the company? All those kinds of things. Then what happened was in the skydiving case, the instructor, the person whom I was going to do the tandem skydive with, he reassured me, he told about his credentials. He told me about how many times he has done it before. He walked me through all the safety drills and procedures and uh, uh, mechanisms which, were, which are in place, which help alleviate some of my anxieties, which is exactly what happens in projects also. As the project team gets assembled, you get external advice, you get experts in, they, they reassure you, tell you that, you know what, uh, though it may appear new to you, different to you, strange to you, this has been done in the past. We have done lots of this in the past kind of things, uh, which, which reassures you. Um, and they give you some set of instructions. So the my skydive instructor gave me some set of instructions about what I need to be doing when he gives me to a signal to jump from the jump from the plane, how I need to be holding my hands, what I need to what I need to be doing. Similarly, in the project, you establish some kind of guidelines on how things would uh, would uh, would uh, would um, progress, and and then you go with it. Now, when I made that actual jump, when he gave me the signal, the first thing which happens is all the instructions he, he had given to me went out of my mind, and he had to remind me again about what to do, which is again similar to what happens in in projects also. When rubber hits the road, many of the things which you thought of in the beginning uh, don't have uh, you you forget them or you don't do them as well as you uh, intended to do. Now you make the jump. Initially, there is big chaos everything, the earth seems to be coming at you, everything, and you're tumbling in the sky kind of thing. Um, 
similar to what happens in a project when it starts. So I mean, there's chaos all around. But then what happens is in the case of a skydive, a small drogue shoot happens, uh, opens. It's a very small uh, shoot. Uh, it, it is just to give you some direction. So in projects also similarly in the initial days, then some guidelines and some directions are established. And then after a li little while, the main shoot opens. And when once the main shoot opens, life is good. Everything looks so nice, so peaceful, so calm. And which is also what happens in projects when you reach that stage when everything is working smoothly. And then finally you hit the ground, which, which once again, uh, is, is not as picturesque as they make it out in movies. You tumble, you fall kind of thing uh, and uh, try to get up, uh, which is uh, similar to uh, what is happening in projects uh, when, when you go live. Despite the best of plans, uh, sometimes you can have a very rough landing. Uh, so this, I, I, I drew some parallels between what I had experienced and what, uh, what, is, what, uh, what uh, uh, real life is. But which brings us to the to the to the bigger uh, to the bigger point which I wanted to be speaking about, which was around comfort and comfort zone. What was the it that motivated me to make that leap out of my comfort zone, uh, and how it relates to what we are going through right now? So that's that's the that's the focus of my of my talk. So let's uh, before going into that, this is some definitions around comfort and comfort zone. We all know what comfort is. Uh, it can be uh, chicken soup when you are ill. It is the hug of your mother or father. Uh, it is and it is kind words from your priest or pastor. Uh, all those, all those are comfort and uh, comforting. And we all look for look for comfort. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, comfort is something which human beings very sincerely yearn for. And comfort zone. Is the place where you like is is that it's the, is that zone where you like to operate where you feel comfortable. So that is the um, that is that that is the that is the comfort zone. Now, if comfort is so nice and being in the comfort zone is so good, why are we even talking about stepping out of the comfort zone? Why would anybody want to move out of of their mother or father's warm embrace and then climb this mountain like like this guy is doing now there are uh, there are a few reasons for it um, the reasons are basically means one is growth second are solutions third is fulfillment so growth for for growth you need to step out of your comfort zone the solutions to your problems often will lie outside your comfort zone and then fulfillment the sense of fulfillment of achieving something is is definitely much more when you are operating out of your comfort zone and add to this the another important point is that these days discomfort is the new comfort zone because a lot of what is happening the fast paced world of technology innovation disruption and now pandemic and disease means in fact it seems like discomfort is the new reality and we need to start getting getting comfortable with it so uh, basically this lays out why why uh, comfort zone is essential and uh, stepping out of the comfort zone is essential and another big reason is comfort can make us complacent we all know that uh, we, uh, there are those days when you just don't feel like uh, to get out of bed it is so comforting there uh, Companies also similarly get stuck in the status quo 
they don't want to change things because they have become so comfortable with them so comfort is what holds them back from realizing their true potential whether it is individuals or it is it is it is companies and many times it can make them uh, primed for failure so instead of being primed for success they can become primed for failure as i was mentioning i spent many many years in rochester new york and everybody would have heard of the company called kodak so kodak got so comfortable um, making the making regular film that it never even though it invented digital photography so as to say but it was never able to step out of its comfort zone of making regular film into the world of digital photography and the competition uh, literally took took it over so now the question the uh, comes is that if you are an employee or an individual how do you actually step out of your comfort zone how do you challenge your personal comfort zone now well there are three or four ways the key ones the key points which i i would like to make is one is you have to take challenges uh um, outside your comfort zone which would mean pick up new roles uh, throughout my career i have i have gone out of my way to pick up new roles uh try to see where the company is headed and and sign up for assignments which which i felt made made the more sense uh, rather than uh, sticking to something which i was very, getting very 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 comfort, comfortable at um if if there is time towards the end i can and i can elaborate on on it on greater detail now the second important thing is is uh, as employees or individuals is about collaboration so um collaboration left to ourselves many times we would like to work on our own do things our, on our own figure things out ourselves but in this world of today and especially with the kind of changes the pandemic has brought about the kind of solutions we need to discover to address the pandemic not just on in the medical side of things but even on the on the corporate in the regular company side of things we need to be collaborating very very effectively so that also would require stepping out of the uh, of the um, comfort zone especially because collaboration also means that you will need to be open to constructive criticism because people as you work in teams work in groups you will hear more of more of the criticism and the third last but not the least is continuous learning uh, i i can go on and on about that the only way to stay ahead of the game is to is to keep learning all the time new skills new techniques new certifications uh, staying ahead of the curve the the old technologies are going away uh, so the people associated with those technologies will no longer stay relevant and it is very very important that we continually learn and stay ahead of the game as 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 the slide says we need to focus on the new knowledge for tomorrow just not uh, focus on our old knowledge of the of the past now we spoke i spoke about what individuals need to do to step out of the uh, comfort zone what about what about companies what do they need to do differently now uh, i uh, in my references i'll i'll be talking about where i picked this one up from uh, but basically the the focus here is uh, a renewed focus on data interpreting data following a data driven approach uh, less of the hunch based approach and more of the data driven approach and the other thing which we have been hearing about for some time now is agility so 
You need to be able to drive eff effectiveness and efficiency and innovation in a very, very agile, agile way. Uh, Tom Friedman's latest book, uh, uh, one of uh, his book a few few years ago was around the rapid pace of acceleration in everything which is happening now. Um, uh, sorry for being late. Or the, I think the book was called. And uh, so we need to we need to be uh, not only uh, dealing with the velocity of things, we have to deal with the acceleration of, of things. And uh, that's what the why companies need to be stepping out of their out of their comfort zone. Now, how do organization and individuals uh, function in a in a perpetual discomfort zone? So I had spoken about uh, the discomfort discomfort zone, um, uh, uh, the need to be that discomfort being the new uh, uh, comfort. So how does one uh, deal with that? So we do uh, we do that by thinking fast and thinking forward. Now thinking fast uh, means it is very self-explanatory. Uh, self uh, we need to, and I, uh, if, if somebody followed what Arvind Krishna, the new uh, CEO and chairman of IBM said when he, in his introductory message, when he, when he took over, uh, his, uh, the key focus of his message for IBMers was around how he wanted them to focus on uh, on the satisfying solution, just fit for purpose solution, uh, rather than uh, just engaging in uh, prolonged strategic debates and 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 stuff like that. So that 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 is a key requirement, and we have to think forward, meaning thinking of how we can leverage what we know to be more uh, to deliver innovation and disruption. Now, uh, we spoke about uh, comfort, we spoke about comfort zone, we spoke about what individual needs to do to step out of their comfort zone. Uh, we spoke about what organizations need to do to step out of their comfort zone. And now the next few slides will focus on how can we as individuals, how me, Deepak Seth as a person, or how you as a person can make those trips or journeys outside your comfort zone and 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 feel conf and confident doing that because this this is a trip a trip or a journey now the first and most important thing is we have to acknowledge the value so in our mind we have to know we have to acknowledge that stepping out of the comfort zone is something which we really want to do and it can start off a very, uh, with a very basic thing which all of us together can do right now. Um, you may be on mute, but just say it loud, loud with me as I say it. Uh, let's let's do that. Uh, follow me as I say. Getting out of my comfort zone is good for me. Let's let's do it one time again. Please follow along. Say it aloud to yourself. Getting out of my comfort zone is good for me. Okay, so. That is an acknowledgement that you know that it, it is going to uh, re, uh, going to be of value to you. The second uh, important point is that you will need to lean into the experience, not lean away from it. Now, uh, which means that you will have to embrace the discomfort. Um, so, if you want to do uh, do anything important, it is very Im Im means if you want to do anything meaningful with this it is important that you lean in 
rather than rather than lean lean away. Now, I I won't I would be wrong if I say that stepping out of the comfort zone is a fearless is 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 a process with which no fear is involved. When I jumped out of that plane, I had fear uh, fear in my uh, I felt I felt the fear. So, Fear is a very, very basic emotion. It is a, it's a primordial emotion. It is one of the first emotions human being have, have and our fight versus flight response and all that good stuff you must have, must have studied about. All that is driven by fear. Now, what is important is that we don't let that as we are stepping out of the comfort zone. Now, whether it is uh, learning to bike, learning to drive the car, learning to do something new, uh, uh, new in the company, learn thinking of the next big innovation. It is very, very important that uh, that fear, you don't allow that fear to become panic. So there's a, there's a distinction between fear and panic. Fear is good. Fear, fear is, keeps you on your toes, but panic is what leads to disastrous uh, consequences. So uh, it's very important that we make a distinction between uh, fear and panic. Now, the fourth uh, thing is that as we are going about it, we, we, we don't have to overthink it. Uh, many times, and I, I think I had made this point earlier also in terms of the, uh, uh, when I was talking about organizations and they're dealing with uh, stepping out of the comfort zone, um, what our human, uh, what our brain does, it wants to see the full picture. It wants to see where I am right now, where, what are the steps, where I lead to. And our entire planning process and everything is built around that, uh, describing a clear picture of where, where you will end up. But many times uh, it also leads to procrastination. It leads to getting mired in the status quo. Sometimes the best approach is just to take the next step and then the next step and then the next step and keep, uh, keep, keep moving, uh, moving ahead. So we, we have to ensure that we do not overthink uh, things. And once we are in it, we already leaned into it earlier. I spoke about leaning into it. Then we have to play full out. Means give, a, give it our best. So means it is very human once again to try to straddle two boats, try to do the new as well as the old. Uh, feel safe that way. If the new doesn't work out, I can go back to the old. And uh, everybody must have heard those no Norse myths about when the uh, Vikings initially landed, uh, used to land, uh, attack the, the British Isles and used to land there. Um, the, they, they, and it, it may be a myth, it may be reality, but it is said that they used to burn their boats uh, so that they were not able to go back and they had to focus all their energies on what lay ahead in, that, in, 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 those, in those new territories they were, they were moving into. So you have to give it your best. Uh, stepping out, you have stepped out of your comfort zone. You are deciding to do something new, but you can't do it with half-hearted measures. You have to give it your, give it your uh, best. Now, this is something, the next one is about celebrating the victory. Now, as you have stepped out of your comfort zone and you're doing new things, uh, there are many, there would be many occasions where you can celebrate. And 
and i think it is a standard it is a no i have worked in sales teams and i have worked in technical teams in early on in my career i worked in in sales organization now in sales teams um it is very very uh, natural or it's part of the sales process so, or sales management process it is to celebrate success because they know that one way of motivating individuals is uh, celebrating their success recognizing their achievement and all the and that good stuff but when i moved into the world of technology i found that some of those practices are not as much a part of the of the technology world as they are the part of the um, part of the sales or some other uh, some other uh, parts of the organization i think it is very important we as technology professionals uh, many times we take things for granted we think that uh, what people did is what they were supposed to do uh, but i think we need to recognize we need to reward we need to celebrate and celebrate keep on celebrating those uh, small successes um, it links up with it reminds me of um, of something uh, which hap, uh, which uh, on one of the projects i was on earlier it was a long erp implementation uh, became very uh, became very painful because they last very long and then i came up with a slogan which i picked from somewhere and then which the leaders of the program also adopted which was uh, and kept on periodically reminding people about it it was pain is temporary pride lasts forever so so and that pride comes about when you get together as a team when you celebrate the successes uh, so it is very 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 important that we that we do that and then uh, we have done all this and we have achieved something we have celebrated the success it is also very important that we pause to reflect so think about what went right what went wrong what can be done better what should i stop doing what should i start doing and and a sense of gratitude and thanks to all the people who supported you who helped you in getting there once again gratitude is also an uh, emotion which sometimes uh, we forget about uh, it is very very important uh, that we we always have that sense of gratitude towards everybody Uh, who helped and contributed to the our individual success as well as the success of the uh, success of of our of our company so a quick uh, recap of what i what i uh, the points which i spoke about in terms of uh, maximizing the trips outside the comfort zone uh, the first was acknowledging the value and i hope you all repeated with me that you saw value in what we are doing and why you wanted to step out of your comfort zone uh, the need to lean into the experience rather than leaning away from it being receptive to uh, stepping out of the comfort zone third was noticing your fear recognizing that the fear is 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 a natural emotion fear is very very uh, it is okay to have fear but don't let the fear become panic uh the fourth one was don't overthink it um you we can we can do analysis to paralysis kind of thing we can get paralysis by analysis but that's not what we want to be doing we just have to move on uh once we are we have decided the decision to step out uh to to be in this stepping out of the comfort zone we have to play full out um then we have to celebrate the victories and finally we need to pause to re reflect and recalibrate 
uh, how things were going, how things need to go, and express gratitude towards people who contributed to our, uh, our success. Now, uh, this slide I specifically added because I'm speaking at a university and I know that many of you would be millennials or Gen Zs, uh, people who are in the audience. And so the point I want to make here is that many times uh, uh, millennial Gen Zs in an organizational setting make people uncomfortable. And this quote on the left side comes from John Chambers, um, chairman, CEO of Cisco. Um, a, a very big tech visionary and all. So who's telling us that uh, uh, how having these younger people on board make him step out of his comfort zone and which to, for the good of the organization. Um, many companies, big companies these days have instituted what are reverse mentoring programs where instead of a senior employee mentoring a junior employee, it's an intern, a fresh hire who's mentoring a senior leader because many of the new technologies which are so relevant today, which come as second nature to the millennials and Gen Zs are what the larger organization needs and what the senior leaders are not very comfortable with. Now, even right now when this all this video conferencing and small videos and all this thing came about, uh, for, for the older employees, it may have come as a challenge, but for the younger ones, this is like, this is, this is, this is their daily life. This is what they do all the time. It is second nature to them. So, um, so that discomfort, which, which you bring about is a good thing. In fact, uh, uh, one of my strong messages to anyone and everyone is that in these trying times, if, if companies are thinking of, go thinking of going easy on internships uh, or thinking of not having interns and stuff of that kind, I would rather say that they should double down. They should get more of these interns and get this millennial and Gen Z thinking into the company. The time is ripe for, for doing that right now. Uh, just wanted to say thanks to some of the people whose material I have uh, used in this uh, deck, uh, Michael Hayat's International Intentional Leadership Blog and uh, Francesco de Souza, who had written about discomfort is the, is, the, is the new comfort zone. So this is all what I had to share now. I think we have got a good uh, uh, 20 to 30 minutes for question and answers. Uh, so I will uh, let uh, Richard uh, um, lead the way with that, um, having, uh, asking me questions. Uh, once again, thanks for everyone for being such a wonderful and patient audience. And ho I hope what I said uh, uh, resonates with you and would make sense for as you uh, as you work in this world uh, of uh, COVID and post-COVID. Yeah, thank you very much, Deepak. Very, lots of good insight there on stepping out of our comfort zone. Uh, our very first question says, what if your ability to deal with ambiguity surpasses that of your peers? How do you bring them along for the ride when they don't want to go? Great, great question. And this could be this could be true for any of the, any of the parameters, not just for ambiguity. Maybe your ability to deal with volatility or complexity or um, uh, yeah, uh, uncertainty is is more than more than others. Um, so bringing people along, I think the key part of that is means first you have to. Uh, establish your credentials, make them aware of uh, what you think uh, are the impacts of that ambiguity, 
and get them get them on board lead them by example means uh, there is no cookie cutter response to it but for any any new idea to propagate through an organization uh, especially if it's an older organization is a is a challenge it's a big challenge it's a it's a slow process uh, but you have to go for the the quick wins and the low hanging fruit identify the individuals who can be the evangelizers for you who can take your thoughts and ideas and propagate it to a broader audience you don't you don't need to hold it on yourself and and try to do everything yourself you need you need to uh, create those team of like minded people who can who can take your ideas forward for you hope hope that addresses your question to some in some way super yeah so so the next question says what if you enjoy creating discomfort in order to get results is that good um so that's a that's a loaded question <laughs> i guess <laughs> so um making people uncomfortable just for making them uncomfortable means like a, like a person who uses abusive language or who engages in inappropriate behavior in the company makes a lot of people uncomfortable but that's not the kind of discomfort or uncomfortable we are talking about so this discomfort we are talking about is more around uh, uh, or the discomfort caused by new ideas the discomfort caused by innovation the discomfort caused by disruption and yes means you should as a leader if you if you are thinking in those ways you should or or even if you as an employee you should be if 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 not all what you talk about is that but if you get an opportunity to pitch one of those things uh, which is, which may be innovative which may be different which may be discomforting for others i i would say go for it Yeah, very, very well answered. Thank you for that. Mm -hmm. um, this next one says, it says, it says, hey, I really appreciate discomfort is the new comfort. My question is, post-COVID, the uncertainty is higher than earlier times. Given this, how do I minimize the risk while going out of comfort zone? So, uh, great, great question. And um, so, the minima, so it's like, um, so, think think of it define your comfort zone so maybe maybe take a sheet of paper and draw draw a comfort zone and describe how you fit in that comfort zone what are the reasons why you feel uh why you feel uh, comforted in that comfort zone and then instead of making a leap outside of that comfort zone try to take steps out of that comfort zone for example i uh, i i was not a big time runner and i suddenly decided that i want uh, so uh, going into the world of running was stepping out of my comfort zone for me but i didn't go straight away and said i will run a marathon i i'm slowly increasing the distance which i which which i run and getting comfortable with it so every time i say oh yeah i did 5 miles today i feel good about it then when i do the 6th mile i feel good about it then i did the 7th mile and i feel good about it but it's like a step by step process uh, and Uh, and my son one day he just said okay i'll i he was not exercising for many days and then he suddenly said oh i'll do all these hiit exercises all in one day and then he was <laughs> aching and groaning the next uh, next day kind of thing so it's like uh, define your comfort zone and make those small trips outside it and become comfortable with it 
That's great. The next one says, thank you for sharing your valuable insights, but how do we know if we're stepping out of our comfort zone enough? Uh, it's a, uh, I think it would de depend from individual to individual means because if, if you feel no fear, if you feel no hesitation, if you feel none uh, means, uh, if you don't feel that sense of innovation, disruption, fear, anxiety, none of those emotions come about when you're doing something, it clearly shows that it, you are totally in your comfort zone. There is no, there is no uh, discomfort there. For example, means if you're somebody who's not worked in the space of uh, AI and machine learning, you were a data, uh, like a traditional uh, data warehousing uh, business intelligence guy, um, now, if, if when you decide, oh, you, I want to do AI and machine learning and you feel you can make that step without, uh, without learning anything new, there is uh, no fear about, okay, I'm giving up something and getting into something. It shows that you are still within your comfort zone. It's not as big a leap as you thought it was. Okay. So... This next one's from the university perspective. It says, for those students graduating this year and who are fearful of their careers, what is your advice on how in universities we can reverse mentor and should students mentor professors? Uh, great, great, great question. I would definitely say so. So one of the, one of the biggest challenges uh, means, uh, so I have a son who's a, who's a college student who is in his final year and is at home now because uh, everything is distance. Uh, education um, as would be in in your university too and one of the the and, and I chat with him about what's going on and also one of the biggest challenges in the initial days was the all the professors very learned professors who had been all uh, who had been at their teaching classroom instruction uh, business for so many days struggling to figure out what to do in zoom what how uh, how to get things working and all that kind of thing, which for the students, which the youngsters like you who are on the call and others, it was like second nature for them. Uh, they know how to, how to video conference, video chat. So if, if, if that professor would have been paired with a, with a, with a, one of the students means it would have been quicker, quicker learning for sure. Similarly for, for many of the new uh, technologies, which are at play now, they may be new for the, for the, uh, for the senior faculty, but for the for the student body or for even the younger faculty, that's something which they know very well. So obviously, I think a reverse mentoring program would make would make lot lots of sense. Super. Does that answer your question, Richard? Yeah, absolutely. No, that's great. Yeah. So next one says, when when we try to go out from our comfort zone, you mentioned that we need to give our best, but we as humans have many emotions within the process. So how do you maintain the motivation to give our best at all time and avoid going back to the comfort zone? Yeah. So that's a, that's a great, great question. Again, uh, means obviously um, uh, we all hear about comfort food and all. And it's like, Oh, when you're sick, you want to have that uh, chicken soup or whatever. Every, every culture has its uh, favorite uh, comfort food but otherwise every day you want to eat pizza and whatever but then when you fall sick you want to go back to uh, chicken soup so obviously yes uh, uh, when push comes to shove when times come really bad uh, people would like to go back to their comfort zone and another important point i wa want wanted to make was that even as you make journeys outside your comfort zone 
there is nothing which says that you have to get rid of your comfort zone or you have to uh, you have to give up that core strength which you had already built. For example, if I am a say a BI and analytics guy and I move outside my comfort zone and into AI and machine learning, but that doesn't mean I need to uh, give up the BI and uh, uh, and data stuff. That can always be something to fall back upon if what the discomfort thing you were trying does not uh, does not pan out. The, but it is still different from trying to straddle both boats because when when you're trying the new thing ai and ml you are totally focused on on that on that on that new thing you want to make that a success for you but you still can you can you what you should strive to do is make that your new comfort zone so your comfort zone will keep shifting so that this this whatever is your new uh, what was your discomfort will become the comfort zone and something else will be the new uh, new discomfort zone so it's, these are not uh, static uh, entities or silos this is like a progression they they keep moving yeah that's really good um, the next one says do you have any strategies for for introverts uh, to to disrupt their comfort zones uh, now, I have not very specifically researched the introvert versus extrovert uh, 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 linkage with the with the with the comfort zone. But um, if we look at intro introvert and extrovert, means it is not that uh, uh, introverts. It is only one dimension of the personality. It is just the introversion and extroversion is only about how you interact with other people or whether you get your energy from other people or whether you feel drained when you interact with other people. Even introverts can behave as extroverts, extroverts can behave as introverts, but it, uh, they are drawing their energy from, from different sources. Um, so that is the introversion, extroversion part, but that, that does not directly relate with your stepping out of your, uh, of your uh, comfort zone um, in terms of the job thing. Where it does is, if an introvert strives to be an extrovert, then yes, they will need to make that effort uh, of stepping out of the comfort zone or interacting with people. And from what I've read or heard, many of the great leaders, many of the people whom we think of as great as extroverts now, because they deal with so many people. In fact, if you do their analysis, their psychoanalysis, they are basically introverts who have coached themselves to, to behave as extroverts. I'm, I'm not a trained uh, uh, psychologist in this space, so I, I, I'm not sure if this question did full justice to what you were looking for, but that's as far as I can go with this one. Well, that's good. Um, how, how daring should we be when getting out of our comfort? Should we dip our toe or just go all in at once? I mean, some things you, so if you have to jump out of a plane, you have to jump out of a plane. I mean, there is no dipping your toe there kind of thing. Once you have jumped out, gravity takes over, you're going to fall in any case. So, uh, so if you're, so if you are a dipping your toe kind of person means you can you can do for the first time you can just go on a ride on that plane and because they keep asking you every time at every stage are you still ready to make that jump are you still ready to make that jump but yes said once you are at at the at the thing and he's tied to you the other the, your instructor once you have said yes i am ready to jump he said even if you are like 
holding on to that plane with your hands i'm going to prize your fingers and and take you with me because he's already made the commitment to jump there's no coming back for him and you <laughs> he'll he'll get you with you so um so it depends so once again it depends the it depends upon what what is the kind of thing you are trying to do in some in some cases you can dip your toes and and see how things go and then make the next step uh, in others it may require you to you to go all in at at right at the right at the outset uh, but make make a look at the pros and cons uh, objectively analyze what you need to do but do not overthink it also many times the best thing is just go ahead and do it Very good. I think we'll take two more questions here. Um, the next one says, it says, isn't, isn't knowing that failure is a part of, is a part of life necessary to jump in and how do you respond to failure? Yeah. means, um, I don't know, there are like many people more learned and wise than me have spoken extensively about it. It's like, it's not about how hard you fall, but how, how well you get up and all those, those kind of things. Failure is a, um, is a part of things. Individuals fail, companies fail. Um, I have been part of failed projects. Uh, means it's, it's par for the course. Means everybody, everybody knows that howsoever they may say we, we all strive for success. Uh, but we have to be, we have to be ready for, uh, ready for failure. So once again, means as all those great people, uh, greater than me who have failed and then moved on in life have given us so many inspirational quotes about this one. Uh, you, you just, you just have to brush it off and, and move on. Um, make sure that the failure does not, does not get, get to you. It means there's, there's no other way. It means we can keep moping about our failures, uh, but that's not going to serve us, uh, serve us any good, do us any good. So when it comes to the leadership, those who uh, may be managing teams in their, in their organizations, how, how do we handle employees on the team who may not be comfortable stepping out of their comfort zone? Won't they kind of drag the whole process? So, so one size doesn't fit all. Um, so everybody has, has, has different. So there is, there are, so a team is a combination of individuals. Every individual has their own comfort zone and their willingness to step out of their comfort zone. The team per se has its own comfort zone and the will and willingness to step out of the comfort zone. And the organization has objectives for the team in terms of what it wants to do in terms of uh, stepping out of their comfort zone. Now, aligning all these, all these together and getting the right mix of it in play is what great leaders are good about because they they realize that each individual team member, what even with, with say a limited ability to step out of the comfort zone, some team member can still be good at some position. So he may not be good as, as the quarterback, but he, um, but he may be good at, at, at some other position. So finding and, and every task or project ha which, which we do in companies, each it requires many different kinds of individuals, each with different abilities to step out of their comfort zone. So finding the right mix of people to do each one of those things is is very very important. So you won't you won't um, take a person who is who is uncomfortable stepping out of their comfort zone and make him in charge of innovation for the company. That's not that's not gonna work. But the same person, if you make him in charge of say infrastructure or keeping the lights on or making sure everything keeps working fine 
maybe maybe the best guy guy or gal to do that and the flip also also works true if you if you take the person who constantly wants to be thinking ahead and make him in charge of status quo that thing is also not going to going to work out so identifying the right people and putting them all together means that's that's the secret sauce Yeah, thank you so much for that, Deepak. We really appreciate your time with us today. A lot of great insights. Uh, again, you, you can follow Deepak on LinkedIn and look uh, more into some of his podcasts uh, and, and resources there for you. Uh, we thank you for joining us today. Uh, for some of you, stepping out of your comfort zone might be that you are wanting to continue on with your uh, education, and we'd hope that you would check out Dallas Baptist University as an option for that and be able to tap into great resources um, uh, like, like what we've heard today about leadership and stepping out of your comfort zone and what that means for us in our workplaces. Thank you for joining us today, and we hope that you'll join us in the future for some future presentations. Thanks, Richard. Thanks, everyone. Uh, stay safe, take care, and uh, this too shall pass. Uh, keep looking ahead forward with great optimism. There are silver linings in, this, in these dark cloud days too, and hopefully all of us will come out well uh, once this is all over. Sure. Thank you.